Moody Tunes is back and Love and the Outcome are with us. Jody and Chris, four songs live, one hour, plus their God story. Let's go. Let's go. It is Moody Tunes Day indeed, Mr. Briggs, and Love and the Outcome with us. We have Jody and Chris and instruments galore. What do we bring with us, Chris? I What's know, going on? We don't here? travel light, do we? No. <laughs> but I'm missing the kids. Where are the kids? You know what? That was clutch. Our neighbors, because they start school at 8, and we needed to be here at 7.30. So our neighbors took our kids to school. Nice. Fingers crossed. They're they're in it to win they're it already. They're there, and everything's they're, good. They're almost right. old enough to be in the band. So That's you know. what yeah, I maybe thought. Next, time, next yeah. time, they'll be actually playing something. But that's part of your story. You've taken the kids on the road from the beginning. So right. I was a little surprised that they didn't come today. I know. People get really bummed out when they don't come. We're like... Well, we're here. Like, yeah. isn't that enough? Like, oh, is, we wanted to is. see Milo and Ziggy. <laughs> no, they, I wanted to watch you backpedal right now. No, no, it is enough to have both of you here, of course. I just love that because I've always wondered when artists have children, I think my propensity would be to figure out how can the kids come with. I just can't mm-hmm. be with that. But I know there's like practical things and it depends on maybe who you're touring with. Yeah. Has that ever come into play? Like, no, the kids can't go on this tour. Well, yeah. Uh, we from from the very beginning they they were with us like you know how your phone does the a year ago like yes and yep. and I and I looked back like five years ago and it's like oh that's Ziggy oh he looks so cute and it's like where is he is it oh he's on the bus yes he's on the bus yeah, most of their or green room memories are on the bus you know what happened really um, when we stopped getting enough bunks on other people's tours we bought our own bus. So that we could bring them along. And it wasn't fancy. It was like a modded out like Mercedes Sprinter van. But it had six bunks. And so we just did it that way. It was a little more wear and tear because you basically drove and played. And then I was mom until I went on stage. And then we would just advance childcare. So we'd ask the church, hey, is there someone that runs your nursery, loves kids, that would hang with our kids while we're on stage? So that's how we've always done it. We're wow. just lucky that Christian music is family-friendly mm-hmm. industry, right? Oh, right, man. yeah, yeah. If we were playing clubs, so, like I mean, we it's, started, it's off hard for a promoter to say, "No, you can't bring your kids along. We don't support that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, True. True. Have the kids told you guys what they think of this? I mean, it's probably all they know. So, what do they mm-hmm. have to compare that against? But I don't know if we can they, share that on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they would choose to always come, which is a little shocking. I know that day I heard you speaking about intentional parenting before this, and we give them the option because it's at the point now like Milo's turning eight, and he's he's at that point where there's you know weekend stuff with his buddies. Right. So we always give them the option, but so far they want to come. Okay. So far they want to come, but Southwest has become our friend. We have the buddy pass, so sometimes if there's like a two for one cheap flight, especially if it's in a fun like date spot, we'll be like, "Yeah, so sorry, kids. Like you can't come to New York. Like (laughs) I know it's so sad, but we have to do this one on our own." We're like, "Date night." Yeah. (laughs) We can bring you to Missouri. Yeah, Missouri welcomes you. Yeah. But Uh, yeah, so it's about it's a little less. It's probably more like fifty fifty right now for us going the two of us and bringing them along. try and be sensitive to how much school they miss yeah. oh yeah no yeah. doubt there's no regrets though in setting up the tours that way the way <laughs> because that just was such a priority for you in the beginning in the oh, beginning yeah. I, for, if you don't know love of the outcome and the story of the beginning it's kind of fascinating mm. because you guys just were going to live on love i mean 
fuel the tank with love. Oh, man. And believe, yeah. believe me, we still do. I know you do. <laughs> I say it's her, Chris. I say it's her. That, that but was smooth. I mean, it didn't, you didn't, I guess, as, as many artists do, you don't start off going, playing Carnegie Hall. Like no, not had... when you're two Canadians from the prairies in Winnipeg and you, you know, there's no like Canadian or American Idol story or famous parents. Like it's really true. We just kind of hit the road in our Jetta, sold everything that we owned as a, a young married couple and ditched the backup plans. And it took a long time. So we always love to encourage people like the long road is not the wrong road. It's really easy to feel like if God has, you know, given you some certainty in your steps, which doesn't happen a lot, but once in a while you get a bit of that gut feeling and that God nudge to go, I think we need to like step out and do this hard thing because it feels like the right thing. So we did. And it sounds insane saying it now. Like that was the season of life to like hold on to our few precious things, my KitchenAid mixer and your bass guitar. And beyond that, we let it all go. Yeah. <laughs> we let it all go. And, jo and Jody the loves to make cookies. Yeah, I was not going to part with my KitchenAid. It's like my best friend. I, I have mad respect for that. So yes. if you're a cookie maker, by all means, absolutely right? go for that. That's what Chris said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it's one thing for the two of you to decide, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to live on love. You know, mm -hmm. you can you can do all sorts of stuff yeah. when you decide to do that. It's another thing as a parent to watch your kids do that. So mm -hmm. what did your families think when you mm -hmm. said, hey, guess what we're going to do, guys? Yeah. That's, you know, they were really supportive only because I think they realized that yeah, they weren't going to shut I, us down. I think our family. Families might, might be as weird as we are. They were just like, yeah, you guys need to, this is what you need to do. However, nice. at this point, the grandparents are like, just kidding. We didn't mean actually live in Nashville. We meant like, sure, go write songs there, but don't stay there and have kids there. And now it gets real, right? Because yeah. now we're, we've really built a life. And isn't that crazy how one little step leads to a whole new life sometimes? And sometimes it leads to a reroute. Like, we just don't know. We just take that next step that we know. And yeah. here we are 10 years later, y'all living in Nashville. <laughs> would have never guessed. It's good for the family photo feed, though, because, like, otherwise we'd all just have the same pictures. And her sister's sending pictures of the sunset in L.A. yesterday. Yeah. Her brother's like, I'm walking the dogs on the river. What do you mean on the river? Oh, yeah, it's frozen in Winnipeg. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. And we're somewhere in between. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Well, loving the outcome, live in studio with us here from Moody Tunes. And one of my favorite things about this is the live music. Mm. And so what's the first song you guys got picked out for us? What is it, babe? What's that first one? We're going to do You Got This. He's the organized one. I get lost unless I'm in a mall. So I never really know what's happening except that I love to sing. And he's enabled me to keep singing and live in this dream. So <laughs> I follow his lead most of the time. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, lead us. All right. Here we go. Have you ever had one of those days when nothing really goes your way? Then you see it wasn't meant to, you get a new view, yeah, yeah. Everybody has sleepless nights, lost in the worry, will it work out alright? Feels like I'm going crazy, stressed out, praying, yeah, yeah. I know it's not a lot, no, it's not a lot, but I give you all I got, give you all I got, cause I know it's true. I can count on you, I don't know the way, but you got this, give me the faith, that you got this even today.
same mistakes you catch my fall when i fall on my face learning slowly god you show me yeah yeah that there's a better way there's a better way so i give you everything give you everything because i know it's true god i can count on you Ooh, i don't know the way but you got this give me the faith that you got this even today Catching my fall when I fall on my face Learning slowly, God, you show me To breathe in and breathe out It feels good To shout it out, shout it out And breathe in, breathe out that song you got this that's also by the way the title of a book that jody has written yes you got this mm. and uh the content of this book fantastic we don't have time to get into it before we have to take a short break but when we come back a little bit more about how you have learned to see god's got it mm. and how he's done some uh pretty miraculous things and just kind of shaped you conformed you even the last couple of years oh yeah as you guys have gone uh, through some major hurdles and obstacles those yes. stories in three minutes on moody radio Loving the outcome with us in studio, special edition of Moody Tunes with them. And I love all the the live music, the songs, the drums, the extra instruments today. Um, <laughs> so appreciate you guys coming in and doing that because, man, you have been through a whirlwind of the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Going back to the Nashville flood. Yes. Tell, tell us the story of uh, what happened to your house. Well, um, it got completely destroyed, I think is the, the short way to put it, um, in a matter of probably two or three hours. Wow. Yeah, we, um, I had Milo, uh, he is, he's always had trouble sleeping with lightning and thunderstorms, and uh, so I was kind of like with him in his room, and um, he just, he wouldn't go to sleep. So that night, I was up until like one thirty in the morning, and then I just, I was hearing something like much different than thunder and lightning. Yeah. And so I went outside and there were three feet of water where there shouldn't be three feet of water. And our neighbors were on their front step, which was now under that three feet of water. And they were just like screaming, like, we need help. We need help. So our, our house was a little bit higher than that. So we had time to get help them out. And uh, I ran back to the house and was like, everybody up, we got to go. Wow. And uh, within about three hours, the whole neighborhood was underwater. 
Yeah, they and, have to send rescue boats um, to come rescue people. All you could hear was screams for help everywhere. So we drove out of our cul-de-sac, and there was nowhere to go except towards 65, which is up. Everywhere else was closed. And we didn't know where to go. It was a weekend in Nashville. Every hotel was sold out. Yeah. There was just, there was no relief from what was happening. And so my friend works for Stephen Curtis Chapman and they're like, go to his office. So we ended up on the floor, all of us holding hands, knowing our house was being destroyed in that moment, looking up at like a life-size Stephen Curtis Chapman, like cut out yeah, right, right in front of us. We're like, <laughs> okay, it's going to be all right. We're with Uncle Steven. It's fine. Um, but honestly, it was such a crazy night just laying there knowing what was happening and what we were going to have to face going back. And a flash flood is so nutty because there was no trace of the water the next day. You're like, did we wow. make this up? What happened? Well, other, other than our neighbor's shed in our backyard. Yeah. there <laughs> were. Yeah. The remnants were everywhere. It was honestly like looking out into an ocean. We saw our kids toys like floating past our house in a current of water. It was really crazy. So that began what we had no idea would be three, almost, well, it was about two and a half years of living out of our suitcases from place to place. We were in, we would have done it differently. Don't we all say that? Right. If we had known, right, we would have done it differently, but we thought, oh, we'll just like put it back together quick, cut out half the wall, put we're, half the wall back in, we'll be it'll back be fine. In a, in a couple of months. Yeah. So we just went place to place thinking it would be short and it was very long. And when we asked the kids, you know, should we, because it was almost the same price to like bulldoze the house as recycle the house. Yeah. So we're like, do we put it back together, guys? We asked them because in moments of, <laughs> of suffering, which is really just lack of control, you mm-hmm. know, like I think anyone listening, maybe you haven't had a flash flood, but you've had something right. that's been out of your hands. And isn't life, but we like to think we're in control, right? Until those moments of, of true, like, wow, I have to live through this and I can't change this. And so instead of our prayers being like, God, take me out of this situation, it became God, take me through. And that's a really different prayer that we've lived into over the last two years of instead of like this, even as I'm retelling the story, like my body remembers, but God has helped us go like this to open our hands and just go you're going to take us through this, you know, I'm not in control, but you're with me in it. So anyway, we, we have gotten to the other side. We raised up our house. We did recycle our house, lifted it up five feet because our kids were like, that'll mean it's flood proof. And we're like, that's true. That's yeah. a good point. <laughs> if we want to feel safe in our house again, this is probably the move. So us and all our neighbors all lifted our house up and you can't even really tell now from the outside. Um, but it's been quite the deconstruction reconstruction process of our house and of our entire life, just kind of relearning what it means to be with God in suffering and to sort of change our narrative a little bit. I mean, we've always said God is love and we are the outcome. We want people to feel loved and seen at our shows. Like that's the whole point. Um, But now it's even a step further to go like, no, you're not out of place if your life is hard right now. Like you didn't sign up for the easy road. Let's just normalize that suffering is a part of being human. And that blessing is not health, wealth, and happiness. You know, those things are great byproducts of like, wow, I'm in a really thriving season. Like, I'm all about that. Cool. I hope we have some more of those. But that's not what my relationship with God is based on. Yeah. So it's changed a lot for us. Oh, no doubt. And even before that, there was 2020 and you are oh, artists. That's it. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's nail been... on head. <laughs> yeah. We were like, okay, so we're not playing shows. 
and we're on visas because we're Canadians. So there's nothing else we can legally do for work but music that we can't do right now. Our house is flooded and our family and our support system is across the border. Like, wow, really glad we got in the Jetta back in the day and we were like, yes, Lord, we'll follow you, whatever <laughs> it takes. And now we're here like, okay, do we still know how to follow when it's not so beautiful? Oh, and what a question. Ugh. And we've probably all asked that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because it gets real. Mm -hmm. It gets real. Yeah. And you have found, as you said, the faithfulness of God and coming out through your music. I know you're going to share another song with us that Mm -hmm. kind of is based on what you've come through these last three years. Tell us about this one. Yeah. uh, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. How (laughs) ironic to write a song about blessing right before your house floods. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had to get up on stage. We got to get up on stage um, and play shows the week after the house flood, and we had this new song. And so we were sort of tearing up as we sang it, going, do we believe this? And I think that's really good for people to know. You know, not every preacher on stage is going, I've got this completely solved. I've got the mystery solved. And the, the Christian artists you see, just humans that are asking questions that turn into songs. And God's good with questions. Like our kids ask us why all the time. And if God said that, like, let the children come to me, that's basically like, let the questions come to me. You know, so if you've got some and you're listening today, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed, came from a place of going, what is blessing anyway? Mm, we get to hear it right now live. It's Moody Tunes with love and the outcome. Some would call it good fortune, some would call it good luck. Some would say that the stars align, but in my mind it doesn't add up, no. Some would call it good timing, but I know more than anything I live in victory, cause I'm a child of the king. Not one battle here did I win on my own. Every bounce that ever went my way, I know. I'm not lucky, I'm blessed.
in my home and my family Every good thing that you've given me No doubt in my mind will there ever be I got everything, everything I need In my life, in my home, in my family Every good thing that you've given me No doubt in my mind will there ever be I got everything I need Not one battle here did I win on my own Every bounce that ever went my way I know I'm not lucky I'm best Love of the outcome. I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Love that song. But man, as you were talking about the fact that when so much negative seems to happen all at once, it can be hard to sing that song <laughs> at times. Yeah. But you had to do that. And so we're going to find out how God worked through all of that coming up in about three minutes on Moody Radio. Loving the outcome with us, Chris and Jody in studio and live music throughout the hour as well. But before we uh, ask you three questions that we ask every artist who comes in for uh, Moody Tunes, I want to camp on for just a second here, camp on on what God showed you during that season of loss. I mean, I know your trailer with merch and all the stuff got stolen out of your driveway. COVID hits, (laughs) your house flooded, gets destroyed. You're on the road living out of suitcases for a couple of years. What did you learn about God during that season? Um, I think my definition of hope um, shifted a little bit from, and honestly, a lot of our pat answers became um, irrelevant. You know, a lot of the Christian cliches we throw Mm -hmm. around when we don't know what to say to somebody who's going through a hard time, you know, everything happens for a reason, like all that sort of stuff. And although there is some truth in those cliches, they don't feel loving when your life is falling apart. It's just not what you need to hear. You kind of don't need to hear much. You just need someone to keep pace with you. Hmm. And I feel like that's what God does with us. And that's what hope is for me. It's God keeping pace with me and not making me feel like I'm far behind or I'm not farther enough ahead or I'm out of step. No, God is in step with me through this suffering. And that actually birthed some hope in me in a season when I didn't have a lot else to hold on to. Yeah. Chris, what yeah. about you? Yeah. Well, I think it's it's true that God works through people and um just seeing just experiencing the love of our friends and you know when not not that our family doesn't love us, but they physically weren't here and they couldn't get here because of COVID. And so our friends around us just supported us mm-hmm. incredibly like either financially or Mm-hmm. Just with meals and friendship, and yeah. taking care of the boys, and um, just showing up. Yeah, it that was that was amazing. I hadn't really experienced it at that level before because you know we're we're not the kind of people that are in need. Yeah, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest about it. It's really nice to be needed. 
It right. doesn't yeah. feel great to be in need. So that's what I'm sitting here thinking yeah. about because I know how often that you come in need and you think about how often you give when somebody has a need. But to receive is so very difficult. Mm. And yet you don't want to steal somebody's blessing by saying, no, 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 don't help me. Mm-hmm. But what is that? And it's, I know it's pride. I get that. But how did the Lord say, no, right now, Chris, Jody, this is how I am meeting you. Mm. How did you accept that? How did you learn to accept that? Uh, I think we were just in such a place that we needed it so badly that um, people showed up even though we didn't invite them. And it was just a real breaking down of that pride. I remember my friend Josh Wilson um, is a good friend of ours and his wife, Beck, is one of my best friends. And they were just a couple streets over. And I remember she called me that morning because I hadn't told anyone what happened, but she just knew from living in the neighborhood. She's like, can I come help you like pack up whatever we can save? And I had no answer for her. I was like, I don't think so. I don't I don't know. And that was what I said on the phone. We hung up and then she showed up. And because she showed up and the people that kept showing up, even though we didn't even know how to ask, are the people in our lives now that we're closest to. Because it is just impossible in those moments to say, yeah, I could really use a chicken casserole. Like, you don't know what you need. Correct. Yeah. You know, yeah. so just people showing up and us learning that. Like, I talk about it in the book. There's a chapter on... You know, us apologizing for messy houses and crayons on the floor and macaroni and cheese in the stuffed animals. And it's just like, I will never again apologize because I've realized when people did that, when I went over to someone's house and they apologized for their mess, all I wanted to say was, at least you have one. Wow. Yeah. You know, and and so it's really shifted that like now we're just like so thrilled to receive the gift of a home again and just to welcome people in, even if it's like hot dogs for dinner. But you really do have to go through this deep suffering to come to a place of being that vulnerable. It's not natural. Kind of being a human. And and still still always thankful for Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> to be That's clear, to to yes. be clear, yeah, yeah. Send, yeah, send those our way anytime. Yeah, <laughs> anyone listening? No, just kidding. Yeah, but no, you know what? You take along um, these pieces of your story. You guys know you share on the radio from your hearts all the time, and I think that we would be really boring artists if we never went through anything. Yeah. Um, you know, sing a new song, tell a new story. Yep. And if God is truly alive in you, you should have a new testimony. Because I'm sure you've been through some tests. And so the challenge for us has been to share those stories, even though they're not easy to share. Um, And ironically, when we share, hey, I don't have it all together. I'm human. You never grow out of being human. When you become a Christian, you're still a human being transforming to become more like Christ. And when you let people off the hook from being perfect by sharing your imperfection, it actually bonds you to your audience in such a deep way. And so we're good with that. It means we don't fit on every tour. It means not every song we write fits on the radio. Mm-hmm. But we weren't actually called to fame. We were called to give an offering of our lives. Mm-hmm. And so we're just trying to steward that, even though it's hard because I like fame. And sure. I, I like radio. So we'll still try and shoot for those things, but it's no longer the only goal. Yeah. You know. Well. Let's take a listen to one of those songs that will be on the radio right now, really talking about the fact that we're human. Mm. Loving the outcome. This is Human on Moody Tunes. God is good. Life is hard. It's not one or the other. 
I've been on both sides of black and white and found a few new colors. When you're far from okay, just know I've been there too. There's no perfect words to say, but here's what I'd say to you. You're not broken just because you're wounded. You're still worth it when your home is turned to ruins. Sometimes you climb the mountain, you thought he was gonna move. God may not take your pain, but you know he will take you through. You win, you lose, you fall, you get some bruises. That just means you're human. You are not the only one who feels alone in your questions, trying to sort out things that you and me won't know this side of heaven. There's no equation that can make this all add up. Guess what I'm saying is you can't outrun his love. You're not broken just because to be reminded that yes we are human and the Lord has made us in his image and a relationship with him sustains and that's what love and the outcome is sharing with us today through music and testimony and you can always find this if you've missed any of it through our Facebook page that's Don and Steve in the morning we're live right now with Love and the Outcome because it's Moody Tunes Day. So you'll find that there on the Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, then you don't want to see that sign that says, I can't be held responsible for what my face says when you talk. Yeah, it's facing me. The, the guys all make me turn it around and not let our guests see it. We have questions for you, Chris and Jody. Our Moody Tunes questions. Favorite meal ever? Because we're all about the food. Mm. <laughs> Uh, sea bass in Stockholm, Sweden. Hey, Ooh. okay, that's a new answer. Fancy. Nice. Yeah. Okay, I'm all easy. right. You asked. I, I thought you were going to say something I make, but that's fine. <laughs> that's Why no Stockholm, Sweden, as opposed to sea bass in Nashville? 
Um, <laughs> well, geography for one thing. Okay, okay. Stockholm is right on the sea, so they basically like caught it and put it on my plate. Right on your plate. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some people are like, "Ooh, gross! Never want to eat that." <laughs> oh, I'm all about it. Jody, what about you? Favorite meal ever? We are sounding really fancy right now, but I was gonna say pizza and pasta in Italy. That was I had it every day, every day for two weeks. My heart here. Nice. Yeah. I I was trying to be like original, but that is actually my favorite. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say it. I was like, oh, he's gonna steal it. Mm, (laughs) Well, that was nice. I mean, he was kind. Gave you that that one. (laughs) So giving. All right. Well, we're gonna start with you this time, Jody. What artist, other than Love and the Outcome, Mm. are you listening to right now? Oh, that's a great question. Um, we've just been listening to a lot of Raffi in the mornings at our house. Um, a good Canadian reference. So I'm going to get out of my kids' music for a second. <laughs> a lot of classical music, a lot of jazz. You know, it's funny. It's, you'd it's think a tricky you'd... question right after Christmas because it's like, oh, Elvis and Charlie Brown. Oh, and yeah. Nutcracker. We have lived on Charlie um, Brown Christmas. Hold on. We need, a, we need a reset. Yeah. No, that's actually, that's right. That's what we've been listening to. But I'm going to come up with something better as the show goes on. Okay. Jazz right. with lyrics or instrumental? Mostly instrumental. Um, but, you know, when Bing Crosby comes on, what are you going to do? Yeah. Sing along. Yeah. Sing along. You what about you, along. Chris? Artist you're listening to? Um, I love a band from Australia called Tame Impala. They are my, they're just my, like, every, I can put them on and just, like, okay, I am feel good. <laughs> I can work to it. I what can, I can work out to it. What kind of music is it? It's kind of like it's kind of like a mix of like if John Lennon sang with the White Stripes and the Beatles at the same time. Like, wow. OK. It, it's just really cool. Very, very melodic, very creative. So, yeah. Chris, everyone thinks um, that he just plays acoustic because he doesn't often get to bring his bass along. But he wrote all of the like that sound like electric guitar hooks on our records on his bass guitar. So anyone who knows how to play a bass like an electric guitar, Chris is a fan. And so. Yeah, my, the... my bass amp doesn't always fit in the rooms that we're going into, so that's, yep. that's the reason. Fair enough. Acoustic <laughs> is easier to carry around. Yep. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Last question here, and Chris, we'll start with you. Okay. Who has been your biggest human influence on your faith journey? Oh, oh wow. Well, I would probably have to say my mom and my dad. How come? Um, they've just They've always been there for for that kind of thing, for the, the, the hard questions, the hard moments. Um, mm-hmm. and then also Bono. And, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice. as, as they think about your parents, your mom and your dad, you know, as you think about the fact that they've been there, what effect do you think that has had? Hmm. Well, they were, they were just never afraid to, to let us try things. They were, they were never afraid when we started down this musical journey that it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I think that this is the right thing for you. I don't know if, you know, your faith is strong enough. It was never anything like that. It's just like, you guys go, you have the tools, you can do this. Cool. Jody, what about you? Biggest human influence on your faith journey? Mm. I'm going to say there's a lot of people, but my, my grandma, my dad's mom, I think would be for me. She uh, sings soprano in the choir. So she would just, she was always singing with me when I was a kid. And um, she lived through, she's, um, yeah, from a a tough upbringing and uh, lived through war and made it, immigrated to Winnipeg, didn't speak the language and found a way to make a life and kept singing. 
through all the hard things. And so I think she's just always shown me that, like, just keep singing through all the hard things, you know? So I'm going to say my grandma. It does help. I, I, it does, I find right? just coming a little bit from a little bit of a musical background. Yeah. Just the Lord putting that song in your heart and yeah. helps you turn your mind and heart toward him. And mm-hmm. so your parents, Chris, Jody, your grandmother, mm-hmm. are they also the ones that w- introduced you to Jesus and what a relationship with him is? Or was that someone else? For sure. For me. <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Oh. You know what? Someone doesn't want me to answer that, that question. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was going to say for Chris, just because Chris's dad, our, our journey has been interesting. Chris's mom passed away on our anniversary mm. um, several years ago. And Chris's dad always said, I want to be a roadie for Jody," And he would joke about it um, for a long time because we were two separate bands for most of our time in, in Canada. We would lead worship together, but then we had these separate things we did. And so careful what you wish for, Dad, Rad, because then he said, hey, can I get on your visa and can I come to Nashville and drive you? tour bus we were like absolutely while you figure out this new season of life come be with us like you want to be with safe people right and so I feel like your dad has always accompanied you and been your support person like he sings in a a quartet and he would bribe Chris with McMuffins to play bass in his quartet (laughs) that still works by the way yeah (laughs) if it can't be Chick-fil-a you say McMuffin I'm there Mm-hmm. Well, it went from me. Don't tag- tell any promoters that, babe. We're never going to get paid again. <laughs> it went. It went from me tagging along with him to him tagging along with me. Right, and I think that's life. So, Isn't yeah. that interesting? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know if for me it was specifically like my. I don't remember a moment of my mom and dad saying, "This is how we pray a prayer to have Jesus in our heart," but they just lived a life where I knew that was the main thing. And they sang in church together. And I did come to that point where I was like, I remember I was brushing my teeth and I was just like, I, I need help in my life, you know, and yeah. became a Christian. So definitely my parents, but not in a super overt way. But that's Canadian culture, too. We're a little <laughs> less overt. <laughs> we're a little more private about things. And we're not quite as like, let's talk about your faith right now. And so a lot of people don't think that we have the faith we do, but it's just embodied in a really different way. Yeah. Well, yeah. loving the outcome with us, Chris and Jody from the band here. And when we come back in a few minutes, we got one more song. So stick around. It's Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Well, we've got Jody and Chris from Love and the Outcome in studio with us. And King of My Heart, one of your favorite songs, or my yeah. favorite songs that you guys do. Uh, What's the, uh, the backstory in the song? Well, I play this drum, and uh, it's not common to just have a girl on stage playing one drum right. and a keyboard, um, but it's how I won him over to my band. He played bass. I was like, I'll trade in my trumpet. I'll buy a drum kit, and I'll ask him to be in my band, and it worked. Nice. And um, so I always say every girl needs a drum, and not everybody's going to understand you in life, but God gets you because God made you, and so buy a drum, and when no one wants to eat the spaghetti you, you made, you just keep it in the kitchen, and you're just like... Eat the spaghetti, you know, (laughs) so it has multiple uses. Um, So go buy a drum. And uh, there's a chapter in my book all about just the freedom I found in being able to do worship the way I want to do it. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's take a listen. King of my heart. (laughs) I'm in the war every minute. I know for sure I'll never win it. I am David up against Goliath, and it's a fight for my attention. I'm being pulled every direction. This world tells me, trust what I can see. Lord, won't you help me believe what I 
Outcome, King of My Hearts, and you're right. Every girl should probably get a drum. I like That's that. the thing. And I'm yes. thinking Don is digging the pink drumstick. Um, thank I mean, you. My yeah. kids picked it out for me. They, uh, they yes. know. Yeah. Pink is everything. Pink and sparkle. There you go. Good. Yes. <laughs> yep. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's just an amazing story what God has brought you through, and your story's not done yet. So mm. we'll look forward to the Amen. days ahead as the Lord continues his his dialogue, really, through your music and through your testimony. What's coming? What's coming up for 2023? We're actually in the studio Four. next. 24. Next, I know. <laughs> what 20, year is it? Yeah. I, I, went with, know. I didn't even notice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I appreciate went. that. I hope you're just being kind. Yeah, no, no, I was with you. There, there will be new music. There will be shows. But actually, we're going on our 20th anniversary uh, vacation. <laughs> we a, need everyone to Congratulations. That's kind of all I'm thinking about. Thank you. Going to Italy? That would be nice. We can't leave the country because we are in green card application um, process. Okay. So we needed to pick somewhere we'd never been uh, mm-hmm. for a show that felt fresh. So we're going to Puerto Rico. Oh, very cool. Ooh. Yes. All right. I, I'm nice. putting that on my list of yeah. places i got to go check out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love that. Well, love the outcome with us this hour. So appreciate you guys coming in, hanging out with us. And mm. if you want to find out more about them, we'll link you to them through our Facebook page or go directly to their website, loveintheoutcome.com. And you're going to find links there to everywhere you can stream the music.